Rachel, what should I, what would you like me to say about you for your intro? I don't really know. Rachel is like having a freak out and like so sorry and um, like doing comedy kind of, but like not, her heart's not in it. Okay. And okay. Um, kind of like definitely mid 20s, like not really sure like what is next. Okay. <laughs> Washing every inch of your body in the shower. Going to the fair. Having an alliterative first and last name. Quitting a job that you hate. Propping your bed up with books. Chewing four pieces of gum every day. Welcome to Crazy Hot, a podcast about what makes us all so fucking hot. Hello. Hello. We're crazy hot. And Sora, you're. I'm Eileen, and I woke up with an extremely tight feeling in my chest like I was having a heart attack, but I think it's just because I'm inflexible. (laughs) Truth be told. Truth be told. And I'm Lauren, and we are adopting a dog. Wait, are you actually? Yes. Oh my god! And I am so qualified, but I have imposter syndrome about it. Why? It's just a bit. I just. I mean, it's not bad, but I'm like. Yeah. I guess it is kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's like a family member. It's like having a little kid, but way better than having a kid. And yeah, I'm so. My mom was like, Lauren. Oh my gosh, you're getting a dog. And I was like, Mom, I'm 31 years old. Mm-hmm. I am an ethical vegan. Like, I don't know who actually, like, walks the walk of I fucking love animals. Mm -hmm. Not that it's a competition. I don't view it like, oh, Eileen doesn't like animals because she eats chicken. Of course you do. But Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I, like, have been this way for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I've always wanted a dog. And now I live in a a place, in an apartment in New York that actually works for a dog. Like, really works. Mm -hmm. Why not now? If not now, like, when? Dude, yeah, you guys are ready. We're you guys ready. are ready We're to ready. take that step. You're in gag. In gag. You have a little apartment. You have a backyard. Yes. Wait, how? What kind of dog are you gonna get? I'm so jealous. I know. Well, you can come over and I'll be the him. dog's aunt. You absolutely will be Aunt Eileen. What are you gonna name it? What kind of dog are you getting? Tell me. All right. Well, hold on. So okay. here's what had happened. I'll tell the quick story. What had happened was. What had happened was. We went, our down-the-street neighbors, who are mm-hmm. very good friends, um, had adopted a dog named Bucatini, who is a little <laughs> fucking plop of, like, cuteness. She is just the cutest so dog cute. ever. Um, and they got her from a place called North Shore Animal League. And the way they mm-hmm. always talked about it was, well, if you ever want to adopt, and we were like, we do, we do, mm-hmm. I'm, I can put you in touch with their people. So it sounded like pretty, like, you... You should know somebody so you can get approved. So for our birthdays, Nick, it was my birthday on Sunday. It was it's Nick's birthday next week, um, mm-hmm. which is always great because I get to see what he does and then like plan <laughs> on top of it. Mm-hmm, just guessing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Your birthdays are so close to each other. Yeah. 
Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you guys, it was you. Lauren's birthday. She's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. I'm a super Virgo. She's a super Virgo. And Nick is on the cusp of Libra Virgo, but, but I think he's, he's technically a Libra. He is so, so a Libra. He's so fair. Yeah. He's so balanced. Yeah. Um, he's so fair. <laughs> he is incredibly fair. Um, <laughs> That's what I love. He's like a judge, but like a good, fair judge. When he and I are having a fight, he's like, you are guilty and I will never change my mind. <laughs> because I'm fair and I know. And I am a Virgo. Go because <laughs> I'm rude. I'm selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am twisted, dark and twisted, dark and twisted. Um, and I too. <laughs> so we decided not not to do gifts for our birthday. We want to have a party in October. Um, nice. Which all the listeners are invited to, of course. Um, yes. You have to. Although by the time, yeah, <laughs> you have to. Figure <laughs> by the out. time this airs, it'll be like mm, it, it happened. Yeah. But no. No, that's not true. We're really behind, so this is airing in a week. <laughs> but if you, as a listener, want to come, you have to figure out where it is, when it is, and what day it is. You can't have that yeah. information. Um, and you have to email us at crazyhotpod at yes. gmail.com. And you have to leave us a really nice review. And, and you have to write something, like, really nice. And you have to bring a cold salad, either potato or macaroni, <laughs> to the party. <laughs> okay. And there will be a Google, like, a Google um, Excel spreadsheet so that we don't bring, like, we don't have, like, eight macaroni salads, right. you know? Right. So. Okay, cool. We're going to get a dog for our birthday instead of getting each other gifts. Because Nick mm-hmm. notoriously is like, I got you this, I got you this, I got you that. He still didn't listen for my mm-hmm. birthday. He still did a bunch of stuff that I was like, Nicholas. Yeah. Um, I know. I was going to say, like, he didn't get you no gifts, right? Or did, or did he actually not get you, like, a physical gift, but, like, did a bunch of stuff? What did you guys do? He does. He did this, like, sneak-ass thing. Um, he did not get me no gifts. Sneaky-ass. But ass. he was like, hey, your friends are coming over. I got this really nice bottle of Mezcal for you to have. And I was like, nice. That's a gift. The lie detector gift. determined, that is a gift. <laughs> then, Mr. Libra Scales? Yeah. That's actually a gift. Mm-hmm. Scales? Do you mean balance scales, or do you mean lizard scales? Because you're acting like a fucking... <laughs> Snape right now. That's right. Um, then we went. So this. Let me wrap this into the dog story. Yeah. We went to North Shore Animal League to meet this dog named Brandon, which is very mm-hmm. funny because my old roommate's name is Brandon, and he is a German Shepherd, um, Corgi mix. Oh, it's gonna blur it. I just blurring it. Lauren has a filter on her Zoom where it blurs the everything except her. So it's really hard to see, but we are seeing this dog, and it is absolutely so cute. Wait, it's a Corgi German Shepherd? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's precious. He's so precious, but he was a little bit of a nut bar. Like, he was running around like crazy. He literally was, like, Mm -hmm. to allude back to Young Me's episode... I'm mm-hmm. fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast, fast as, as fuck, fuck boy. boy. He was also so funny that her dog was named Corn and this dog was named Bucatini. Our friend's dog is named Bucatini. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love food names for dogs. I I also love it. And Nick is not allowing me to name our dog after a food. And no, Nick. you should name your dog like Steve or something like a like a human regular name. human name. Well, or like Linda. Actually, no, I'm gonna name my dog Linda. So don't. <laughs> I won't. I won't take it. I, that's a great <laughs> name though. And Linda also means beautiful in Spanish. <gasps> que linda, que linda yes. way. Um, so then we see Brandon and we're like, we love him, but we're going tomorrow, my birthday, sun this Sunday, to see. Oh come on, this dog. Oh, Poop. so sweet. So this dog I'm showing to Eileen <clears throat> is a Jindo. 
who looks like a little fox. She's adopted from mm-hmm. Korea. She's from this place called Korean Canine Rescue. These are all New York adjacent adoption places. If you guys are listening and want to know, I love Hearts and Bones Rescue. I love North Shore Animal League, of course, and Korean Canine Rescue. All great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, I don't know. I, this is the first dog we've seen. So I have no way to compare him to anyone. And the way I've mm-hmm. realized I choose things is I have to compare. I have to be like, put that up against something else. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, my like perfectionism is like, well, he could be good and I could train him and he could be horrible. Mm-hmm. So she said, OK, we'll hold on to Brandon for you for one day. You go see this other dog whose name is Piona, this this Korean dog. Worst name ever. Piona. Um, <laughs> sounds like Fiona with a P on it. <laughs> yeah. And and then you call us and let us know. Um, Would you change the name? Yes, absolutely. On all yeah. on all fronts. Um, yeah. So she then she goes, now we did just get rescues in from Georgia last night, but I don't think there's anything that will fit for you guys because we wanted a smaller dog mm-hmm. um, just for like put taking them on the train. Yeah. You know, our landlady asked the like small to medium. Yeah. yeah. Even though I would like a fucking huge ass like <coughs> golden retriever. Saint Bernard. German Shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she goes, there's no there's not many, many of them here. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, by the way, we're sitting. Is this story getting boring? No. Okay. Not at all. I feel like I've been talking for a long time. Also, Rachel's on. Deck. You have. Yeah. She is, but and you've <laughs> been talking for a million years. But Sorry. yeah, go ahead. Finish the story. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Well, why don't? No, okay. no. We're this far, and we need to know. Okay, so I'll fast track it. So we're sitting in this animal place. Nick mm-hmm. falls in love with this other dog named Naomi. Then, literally, as we go Aww. over to see her, people take her out bring her into a visiting pen and adopt her and then he gets Fuck. like teary-eyed and i'm Aww. like are you so sad about naomi and he's like no i'm not sad it's just really beautiful this is his libra really beautiful to see this happening because he like fell in love with her and because he's so fucking Aww. balanced and so fair so fair and good in bed he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he started crying because he was like i love to see this like these dogs are Mm -hmm. just like these little eyes behind these you know fences Mm -hmm. so then our uh this woman jessica who was helping us who was pretty high up there i would assume because she wasn't like a volunteer Mm -hmm. and associate um said i just went back and there's one dog but i don't know she hasn't been seen by the vet yet and you can't meet her until she's been seen by the vet because we don't know what you know if she's carrying anything and then she goes wait a minute i'll be right back she goes back 20 minutes later she brings back this little dog named Blossom and I was like okay like you know yeah she's not a corgi German Shepherd like idiot mix that's like so freaking cute and weird but she's beautiful Mm -hmm. and we go in this pen and meet her just like we did with the dog before and Nick fell in love with another woman in front of my eyes oh no (gasps) and I was standing there with Jessica being like look at them Nick was like running around with her sitting down with her so we went yesterday two days ago to see the korean dog and we knew immediately it's it's blossom like it's absolutely oh. her and so you're gonna get her we're gonna get her we're gonna pick her when? up on friday oh my god she's getting spayed tomorrow so everybody oh please keep her in your thoughts good energy yeah i'm i'll pray for her so this is our little baby girl oh my god show me oh my god can you see no no it's this it's the northern lights now she has a northern lights filter on her zoom (laughs) i'm just looking at the northern lights that was a problem all right so 
This is her. Oh my god. She's a baby. Oh my god. Oh, and also, oh wait, no, I thought you were. I thought her name was Naomi, but her name is Blossom. Naomi's a great name for a dog, though. Naomi, oh, she's so sweet. She's such a cutie pie. Um, and she, we're gonna name her Georgia because that's where she came from. Oh, I love that. Oh my god, I can't. Wait. How I old can't. is she? She's six months old. And oh she God. looks she looks big in videos until she walks up to people because she has yeah. super long legs. Yeah, she does look long. She but, is long, but I she's mean, only twenty pounds. Yeah, but she right. It's like because the way that her ears are and she looks kind of German Shepherdy, you think that she's bigger, but she's actually really small. Yeah. Oh my God, I love her. I can't wait to meet her. Okay. I want to go. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, wait. I'm gonna let our guest in because she's here and we've been keeping her. We've been keeping her in jail mm-hmm. in Zoom jail. <laughs> Zoom jail. We'll have to apologize for keeping her in Zoom jail. Let's do it really annoyingly when she logs on. Be like, okay. Sorry, we're so sorry. Oh, she can't hear yet. She can't hear yet. Oh, uh, she's gone. She doesn't want to be on the podcast. She doesn't want to. Hello, listeners. Our guest today is having a freak out. She's doing comedy, kind of, but her heart's not in it. And she's definitely in her mid-20s and not sure what's next. She's just kind of wandering the earth without any idea of what's going on. And she has one line in her friend's short film, but the title of the film is a slur, so we can't say it. Please give a warm welcome to Rachel Coster. Thank you. Rachel, Rachel welcome. You're in the park right now. You're in that little part of Prospect Park that is kind of off to the side. Um, were, were you on a run? Yeah, well, I was kind of like on a trudge. I was like planning on eventually starting picking up the pace, but <laughs> it was mostly a walk that every now and then I would like zip. Yeah. <laughs> nice. 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 I was listening to listening to a meditation. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. And then every once in a while it'd be like, I'm, I'm fast as fuck, boy. And you'd have to like run for a second. Yeah. yeah, when I was really moved mm-hmm. by the, the meditation. So were you, um, do you live in the area? Uh, yeah, I live in uh, Crown Heights. Nice. Nice. Do you know? And do you know Franklin cool. Park Dutch Boy Burger? Uh, no, but but it sounds good. I'm yeah. just allergic to like burgers, gluten, and don't usually eat burgers because mm. cow makes me like crap myself. Oh no, cow! But I'll I'll go <laughs> take it out if I'm ever trying to like. Well, I used to work there. Evacuate my bowels. I worked there for like three years, but it's I mean. It's fine. You don't have to. I like Franklin Park. Yeah. It seems like well, a, yeah. a real... F- oh, yes. I do like it there. Yeah. Rachel, yeah. you don't, ha- you don't have to fit in. It's okay. You don't, yeah, it's you don't right. have to do that. It's- no, but I, no, but guys, come on. I really do. And like, I really... I go there all the time and I'm like best friends with all the bartenders yeah. and they like love me. When I when I show up, they go, yeah, Rachel's here. here. And I'm like, guys, come on. You don't have to like roll out the red carpet every time I get here it's like and they're like but we it do. gets all dirty because i got dirty feet. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> listeners crazy hotties this is what we needed today mm-hmm. we needed the one and only rachel coster well you'll never be lonely if you want a horse they'll buy you a pony the rachel coster <laughs> <laughs> yeah because right before this well be careful who you tell i'm gonna buy a pony because <laughs> I am a people pleaser, and I will yeah. run I'll, myself into I'll the ground buying people ponies left and right. Don't fucking If someone asks me for a pony, I'm going to do everything I can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, I got you approved yeah. with Mini Horse Adoptions Brooklyn, and I also have a pending adoption for you in Bronx Ponies. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Rachel, uh, when I first met you, 
what had mm-hmm. happened was I had seen you on a mm-hmm. sister wife show and it was love mm-hmm. at first sight for me. It turned on oh, yeah, all of my golden retriever jeans. I was like, who is that? I love them. You have so nice. a very amazing cow. I always, I always get, and you might get this a lot, like Callie, like relax, like mm-hmm. let's hang for a second. You have Natasha Leone eyes. <laughs> you are stunning. You are relaxed. You are friendly and you are so fucking funny. And like, out there in a way that I just mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. which brings us to our main Thanks. question and we're going to get right into it Eileen we're just going to dive right in let's do every other word as fast as we can okay why are you <laughs> oh, are, so <laughs> hot <laughs> let's try it again okay why are you so hot why are you so hot why what are you is so it hot? about you that mm. makes people tick they're like ooh Rachel I like her because think- blank <laughs> I think I am like so I have like no idea I've like tried so so hard to be something <laughs> else and I really can't mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like extremely this yeah. and so I've had to learn how to like it <laughs> extremely this <laughs> and so yeah. now I like it a lot I think every now and then I'm like ooh, I wish I was like a little better but mostly I like really like who I am that's so and great. Oh, my God. I love that. I'm so good at lifting heavy stuff. And <sighs> I try to look out for people. I mean, I, like, fuck up a lot. I fuck up all the time, basically. But I think I'm, like, really would like to be a good person. Oh. I'm not always, like, awesome at it. But I would really like to do good, help people, not cause harm, etc. And I have like gorgeous hair. Mm-hmm. You do. And beautiful smile. Mm-hmm. Shiny Check. eyes. Check. <laughs> Shiny eyes. And um, I have uh, good teeth. You have beautiful teeth. Nice. You do have great teeth. Thanks. I love all of what you just said because that it's so nice to just be like, you know what? I really like myself. And that is a quality that I think people are scared to say mm-hmm. that they like themselves. And that we, it's a struggle to like ourselves sometimes, but I love that you are just like, you know what? This is who the fuck I am. I'm extremely this. Mm-hmm. Extremely that. It really clicked. Recently, I would, like, I've always, like, people say, like, you have to, like, love yourself. Like, it's the most important thing is, like, learning to love yourself, and then you can, like, get through all the hard stuff and the mm-hmm. stuff you don't like about yourself and, like, love others and stuff. And I was like, that's so annoying. And then one day it, like, really clicked. It's like, all the stuff that I don't like about myself, all the stuff that I want to change, like that to make myself better. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not going to change unless I'm so kind to myself and so like forgiving and generous mm-hmm. and patient. Mm-hmm. And that has to come from like really caring about myself and knowing that I'm worthy of the time that it will take. Absolutely. Yeah. I figured it all out on ketamine. Do ketamine <laughs> girls. It'll fuck up your bladder, but <laughs> You'll have the most incredible insights. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is ketamine the one that lasts for, like, 20 minutes? I think so. It feels like it, like, lingers a little lot after, Mm. but the 20 minutes are, like, so incredible and lush. Wow. Wait, what? I didn't know that. And then you piss, like, 80 times a day for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. That's not true. That's only if you do it in excess, but past couple weekends I've been, like, really doing it in excess. Wow. So how do you take it? Yeah. Um... 
So I personally take it through my nose. Uh-huh. Uh, there's like a word for that, or some people boof it. What's boofing? I'm sure you could drink it. It would just uh, that's when you put it up your butt, like in a <gasps> syringe. But that one's harder because it's like harder to know how much you're putting in, and it hits your bloodstream faster. Yeah. I think it's so important to do research mm-hmm. and make sure that whatever drug you're doing, you're like doing it safely. Right. Yeah. Harm redux, etc. So do you? Is... And always have Narcan or a friend who has Narcan. Right. True. This is my research, is you telling me about boofing, because mm-hmm. I don't know. You've got to do more. But yeah, you can put it up your, you can put anything up your How butt. How do you keep it in your butt? You have to lay down and someone else puts it in your butt? Uh, I don't think that's so big, much of a problem. I think once it's in there, you absorb it, and like, if anything juices out, that's totally fine. Just stay by the toilet for a second. Yeah. Wait, is ketamine, like, is it a liquid? Like, is it a powder? What is it? No, it's like a powder. It looks kind of like Coke, but it's like a different texture. Mm. And it's a little bit like bluer. And how, and you shoot it up your butt, like you can shoot a powder. No, in your no, butt. no, no. You, you snort it unless you have like a weird nose. Mm-hmm. Well, then how? So it, a lot of hot do you have to mix water. it with water to shoot it up your butt? Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna boof it, you're gonna have to put some like. Could you also like water. soak a tampon in it and put it up your vagina? I would so not recommend that, but you can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you can. But I want to empower you. You remember vodka tampons? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm asking. Oh. My friend in college would do that yeah. all the time. And because she was like, that's well, it's crazy. no, it's no calories. Like, you know, you're not drinking. And I'm like, girl, we need to be okay with Respectfully, having, with drinking. Respectfully, does she have the most insane pH? I, that is like such a like intense, yeah. like eating yeah. disorder. Like, that makes me so sad. <laughs> I know for sure. It's Sorry, like it's not literally to your friend. No, but I mean this was, you know, 10 years ago. I think she's fine now, but like yeah. Okay. yeah, really like um it's okay for you to have like a glass of vodka. It's fine. Yeah, why not? Love it. <laughs> it's got to be a little better for your like body than putting it up your I don't know, direct contact to the coochie should always just be like skin, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get or, or, or a latex mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah like rubber so when you're on ketamine i've only done mushrooms Uh i love them but that trip is like a fucking commitment you're Mm -hmm. you're tripping eileen have you done mushrooms i have yeah did you how did you feel about them well i was at bonnaroo and um i absolutely like had a panic attack i thought i was i was in a tent and i was I had to poop and my friend was next to me and I was scared to leave the tent and I was trying to talk myself into shitting my pants. I was like, I should just shit myself. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I can't leave the tent. I should just shit myself. And thank oh, God. I know that exact feeling. Yeah, but thank God I didn't. I was like, no, it's okay. I can go outside for a minute. I like pooped next to someone's car and then I like went back in the tent. <laughs> so that's my mushroom. I recently, I was at Jacob Reese on shrooms and I had a hamburger. I never eat hamburgers except every now and then when I want to like Feel like I'm gonna die, mm-hmm. and I had a burger at one of, at that queer stand mm-hmm. by Jacob Reese. Mm-hmm. And then we were like on the bus back, and I was like, "Yeah, I kind of need to go to the bathroom." And then it was like, "I need to go to the bathroom." Yeah. And so we got off the bus at the naval base. Uh, uh, the like the... it's like an air and naval base. And I was like, "Hey, can I use your bathroom, a cab?" And they were like. <laughs> Uh, no, there's one like 500 meters away. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to fucking make it. And I just shat outside the naval base on like, there were like a bunch of cars around. I was like, yeah, okay. Sometimes you're just going to have to like crap your pants on like U.S. military Mm -hmm. grounds. And that's actually good. Yeah, that is good. (laughs) 
It is and you good. know they have a video camera on you where they're like just watching you. Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. There was like a, a pen, what's it called? Um, the panopticon thing, like where it's like just like a big tower looking out over everything. Mm-hmm. Someone was definitely watching. Oh my, oh my god. god, there's so many dogs at the park. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> so what does like, ACAB really mean? And it was a lot. Oh, all, all cops are bastards. And then Lauren. also all the military. And You know what ACAB means. I don't know what ACAB means. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I'm the last person who would oh know. Oh, my God. No, come on. Stop. No, I have um, a very much more, like, I totally am there. We need to reform all of our policing units because my brother is a police officer and my mom's worked for the police well. for 40 years. <laughs> so I know more than anyone mm-hmm. what a toxic, violent, mm-hmm like racist establishment mm. it is but I, yeah. my i'm not so much on the like i know all the acronyms and i'm like you know but i'm like okay let's talk about what specifically we can do like let's talk about mental health response units like the one in mm-hmm. there's this one in um outside of portland i think called cahoots that responds to like it's not a lot but it, it is a lot like three percent of all um, 911 calls when they're like nonviolent mental health related or they come with police officers and they say you make sure we're safe and then get the F out of our way and the police mm-hmm. officers are like cool so I I'm like let's talk about like what we can do because I know cops and like oh. my brother's not a bad person but he also mm-hmm. doesn't work in New York City where he's challenged like with people mm-hmm. who are not white and all that stuff so right. that's why I don't know ACAP but I'm right there with you. Just tell your brother to quit and do something else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, get out of there while the getting's good. I don't know. I think, yeah, it's just like a huge systemic problem. Yeah. It's a huge, yeah. Anyway, we can dodge it. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. (laughs) okay. Um, It's good to talk about. Yeah, it's good to talk about. Um, We were, what were we talking about before? Shrooms. Lauren, were you going to say something about shrooms? I just want to understand more, like, if we've all done shrooms and then you do ketamine, like, is is the feeling of shrooms I felt like my inner child was, like, came to the front of my cerebellum and was like, I'm here now. That whale's beautiful. Let's cry. I love you. <laughs> and also, Eileen, I got... I feel like it's, like... Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. I was, I was just going to add that, like, I went outside once and I thought someone mm-hmm. was chasing me. He was just taking his garbage out. So I cannot imagine being at Bonnaroo. I would have been shitting, like upside down in my mouth mm-hmm. to like get rid of the evidence mm-hmm. i get really yeah it makes me like more anxious than like if i take too much shrooms i think i get really anxious and i don't really like the the outcome mm-hmm. um but with ketamine it's like when you're zoned out and then you notice that you zoned out but you're like not yet back in your body and just like everything is chill you're not like worried about anything and you're very able to like look at your thoughts without judgment i think mm-hmm. And like just kind of like analyze them instead of being like overcome by them. I feel like she was just much more like feeling stuff intensely. Mm-hmm. I think with ketamine, it's like I see my feelings and I'm like, where is that coming from? I can figure. It's much more like, uh, like analytical, but not in like a stressful way. Just kind of like, oh, I can. Like I'm not like. I don't know. I think it's really cool. I understand why it's used so much in therapy because it's really like. Is it? You're able to like not yeah yeah it's like a new thing it's like a lot of therapy centers that do experimental stuff are um now using like shrooms and ketamine just as like in like monitor doses and weed i think in monitor doses to see if they can like 
unlock new things in people. I think a lot of some, like, obviously all, like, some addicts, like, really can never do, mm-hmm. like, in order to, like, um, these, it's just, like, not good to try any new drug, but mm-hmm. some addicts, like, will do, like, shrooms or ketamine and, like, never really be, it'll help them with their recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's used a lot in that and, like, depression that's not, that's treatment resistant. Mm-hmm. That's wow. awesome. You know a I lot about that, that, Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, like, love drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I just I just started smoking weed. I'm 29, and I in, like, the past two months, I mm-hmm. have started smoking weed, and I never smoked in high school. Like, I was a goody two-shoes, like, never, ever, ever did it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, I totally get why people do this all the time it feels really good yeah it's really fun um but yeah it's funny to be like it finding out about that i'm like oh my god what would i have been like if i had done weed in high school i feel like that would have been so <laughs> cool but also like really a bur- like a bummer i don't think i would, i don't know yeah i think i'm like better at everything when i'm sober it's just every now and then it's nice to test up for sure for sure there's an airplane in the pack i'm gonna send to you guys this goop podcast where they interview dr carl his name is dr carl hart he's the head of the psychiatry psychology at columbia and it's his stance Mm -hmm. on drugs and why like decriminalization still just as directly targets like poc populations and how all of these people who are like you know, he he's he uses cocaine recreationally, he uses marijuana, he uses like all of these drugs. And he's talking mm-hmm. about like why we're taking these like pansy steps of like, well, we'll decriminalize it and that doesn't mm-hmm. help. That doesn't help mm-hmm. people who yeah. are who are <laughs> imprisoned and yeah. um devastated by this. And how the people who are making these claims do cocaine like all of our legislators yeah. if you think they haven't fucking done cocaine you're wrong if you think they don't yeah. smoke weed at their houses you're wrong mm-hmm. and yep. he also talks about it's so hypocritical like the need for testing facilities like his ideal world which mm-hmm. is probably yeah. all of our ideal worlds where it's like you want to do ketamine with your friends bring a small sample in we'll test it we'll make sure it's safe for you bring the batch back mm-hmm. have fun Here's some Narcan, like just in Dude, case. That'd be fucking sick. It's and they would be like yeah. all around. They'd be at like at CVS's. You could bring your coke in and be like, "Listen, wow. take this, test it." Because that was yeah, scary. That would be right, insane. right before the pandemic, I was working at a bar in Harlem, and there were two different bartenders who were um, hospitalized and like almost died because they very you know much like me like every once in a while oh you have cocaine yeah i'll do some i love it great Mm -hmm. and then almost died and that scared the shit out of me yeah dude that's fucking scary yeah Yeah, you just never know you just never know i didn't know goop had a podcast they do have a podcast and i was like did you say hi to a dog (laughs) yeah there's a poodle he just went really far but he's really oh how do i turn it around I can't really see, but way over there, there's the cutest little poodle. Oh my goodness! <laughs> sorry, I love sorry. Well, we were just talking about there, before you came on. Lauren was tell she's getting a dog on Friday. She's picking up a rescue dog. Oh on my god, Friday. Lauren! Mm-hmm. What kind? I'll show you, know? you. Yeah. So she is a. Yeah. We think she's a Basenji, which is like an Egyptian dog, um, Chihuahua mm. mix because she has super long legs, and uh, she's just came from Georgia. 
Her name will be Georgia. Her name is Georgia. Sorry, look at my disgusting room. That's so messy. It's literally normal looking. And this is our baby girl. Can you see okay, Rachel? Hi, Stinky. She's so cute. Oh my god, get out of town. She oh. looks like a little like coyote. She does. <laughs> She's so she beautiful. does kind of look like a coyote. She's so sweet. Wait, I love her. She's Congratulations, that's so exciting. Thank you. I'm so happy. How much are you paying oh for God. her? Get out of town. She's so tiny. My favorite joke is my cat, who I'm obsessed with at my mom's house, Theo. I'm like, Theo, you were $40, baby. You were $40, my baby <laughs> man. Um, we are paying $300. The Korean canine rescue would have been $750 because they come from Korea. Wow, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Like, this is my cat that I'm obsessed with. Look at this chunk. Hi, thank you. Oh my goodness. That is a cutie. He's my number one love. I didn't realize. I mean, I guess I knew that like rescue dogs, like you do pay for them, but like mm -hmm. through, I mean, I just am so cheap, I guess. Like some people are like, <laughs> you're going to like I haggle guess, like, your dog. You'll I'm be like, like, how about $2,500? So <laughs> yeah. No, but like a purebred is, you know, like thousands and thousands. So I guess that's good. Yeah. And there's yeah. like all of these dogs come from kill shelters. So like if mm -hmm. you're going to get, if you're going to buy from a breeder, which I personally believe should be like, yes, you can breed dogs, but the, that can be like a government thing. Like, let's get rid of like all of our military and they can start breeding dogs. <laughs> because we, <laughs> should, we can preserve them. We can preserve them. But they should literally be like a million dollars a dog because dogs like Georgia a million and dollars Brandon a dog. are literally thousands of dogs are euthanized every day. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. your yeah. ass needs like a golden doodle, which sorry to burst your bubble, but they're all gonna explode in 2023. They're all gonna explode. Mm -hmm. It's part I'm of their so genetics. <laughs> Rachel, do you have any pets? Yeah, my roommate has two cats. They are the light of my life. Yeah. And then my mom has my mom has a dog who just like he's it's really sick because um, it ate a tampon and so it hasn't eaten in like three days but um oh i wish mika swift recovery and then my mom has this cat which is like the funniest cat in the world he thinks he's like a human dog he's when you start talking he just starts talking too he's like loves being he doesn't like being like held or pet but he loves hanging out on people's shoulders mm -hmm. Um, oh. He's a nasty little freak. And he likes when you smack the crap out of his butt. <laughs> oh my god. He goes bananas. He's, a, he's so sweet. He's a nasty little freak. He's so weird. <laughs> I love where, him. Where are you from, Rachel? I'm from Long Island, um, but my parents live in Maine now. So I Wait, like, my, I'm Maine. from Maine. I know. Didn't you move there during the pandemic, or I did. did you move back? I am. I'm in New York now. I'm back in New York since June. But, Welcome home, girly. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> but where in Maine do they live? Um, they're in Camden. Oh, nice. Camden oh. is so nice. My aunt and uncle really live, yes, live in Lincolnville. My uncle no lives in Lincolnville. That is, so you guys, we're all Maine girlies. Yeah. Basically. I love Maine. Were you in Best Maine this summer at all? Yeah, I went up a couple weeks ago for like two weeks and it was like literally heaven on earth mm -hmm. it's the best place in the world I nothing know, like it. just really so easy breezy um i'm going back this this weekend for the film festival that's in camden oh sick which i'm really excited about yeah it should be awesome oh my god i'm so oh. jealous one of my coworkers has a film there which i'm excited to see oh my awesome god, sick yeah i was just there a week ago like a couple weeks ago for a week and it, yeah it was it was so nice my mm -hmm. parents live in on peaks island off the coast of portland heaven yeah it's great and my mm. boyfriend's from like acadia national park 
so we spent oh my god that rocks we spent a year like i was literally like in acadia national park for a year it was crazy do you guys go to jordan pond house and like scarf popovers no because that (laughs) i know exactly what you're talking about but it's always packed Mm -hmm. like literally all the time packed packed, packed. although we went one time after like it was dark and it was closed and we went there and we like just walked around the outside part because it's like right near this gorgeous lake Mm -hmm. that was really nice but i've never eaten there no you gotta go. Um, they have the best popovers ever. I think recently they had like a COVID scare, and now they're closed. I could be making that up, though. I don't know. <laughs> I might be thinking. You sound else. really anti Jordan's Pond House, so I yeah. I actually, this is an anti Jordan's Pond House podcast. podcast. <laughs> a podcast dedicated. I had to the best down. barbecue of my. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I had the best barbecue of my life in Acadia. What? What place? I have no idea. <laughs> it was like, like. There were a bunch of barbecue and lobster baked mm-hmm, places, mm-hmm. and we stopped at one, and it was like, I got like cheese fries with pulled pork, and I was gushing. Oh my god, yes. it was the best thing I've ever had in my fucking life. What an odd place to have really good barbecue. The best barbecue in the world. Yeah, <laughs> not in Nashville. Crazy. Well, I guess they like raise a lot of pigs up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And then they come over to them with <laughs> For an slaughter. Axe you can have a pig anywhere. Chop, yeah, chop, chop. Bang, bang, baby. <laughs> yeah. So you are, so you're from Long Island. You live in New York now. Tell us a little bit about your, like, because we met you on the Sister Wife show. We had you on the Sister Wife show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was like years ago. Oh my God. That was like mm-hmm. a million years ago. It feels ago. really long ago. Um, <laughs> and tell us about your journey through comedy. Like, how did you start? What, um, what are, you know, what are your goals, et cetera? Or we don't have to get into the goals if that's like super yeah, really yeah. annoying. Um, I used to be a theater kid. Mm-hmm. I like was addicted. I went to theater camp. I like went because I was on Long Island. I like made my mom take me to like every Broadway show. Mm-hmm. I was like a sick freak. <laughs> and then I realized that I'm not very good at dancing, and that's like big. And also, just like generally, maybe not so good at like learning things fast, mm-hmm. which I think you need to be good at for theater. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and choreo, I just like really cannot get the hang of. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, maybe this isn't it, but I really like performing. I really like making people laugh. And so in college, I was like, well, I still want to perform. I don't really know how I will do that. I'm scared of stand-up. I've never written a joke in my life. But the improv troupe is really funny. Mm-hmm. And then I tried out, and they were like, you are so bad at this and do not understand the form, and we take this so seriously. So please go take some classes, learn how to do this, and you can come back and audition again. And I did, and I got on the troop. Nice. And, you showed them. Um, I, yeah, definitely. And then I, like, really, like, it was, like, five nights a week I was doing improv either with my college troop, with my indie troop, or with the theater in Boston that I was a part of, mm-hmm. um, Improv Asylum, which opened a place in the old UCB called Asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it was, like, the most fun ever. And then I got to New York, and all the people that I thought were really cool were doing stand-up. And it was, like, improv, it costs a lot of money to get into. Because mm-hmm. you, like, kind of have to start – like, it's hard to, like, create a team or community right off the bat. So I was like, well, UCB costs so much money, and also I don't really like it. Um, it's, like, too rigid or something. Or I just, like – I was like, I don't like doing this with, like, 85-year-old men who are, like – I just quit drinking and I need a hobby yeah, or like yeah. I, I'm getting a divorce and I want new confidence. I was like, this is not what I want at all. And so I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just like try stand up. 
<laughs> That's like one of those t-shirts you see. I'm getting a divorce and I want new confidence. <laughs> I need to get laid. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, I'll try stand-up. I'm not very good at it. And I was like, so the first year that I was here, I was like, I'll try stand-up and like make friends. And then my second year here, I'll get good at comedy. And then my second year here, the pandemic happened. So I never got to get good at it. But I think eventually I'd like to get good at it. I need to figure out, like, a job that allows me... Like, I keep... Like, during the pandemic, I was doing all, like, um, production stuff, which does not allow for time to do stand-up at night. Mm -hmm, So I'm like, mm -hmm. now I have to go back to, like, having a day job, which I don't really like because it's usually either, like, baristaing, which... Uh, I don't like like people are so rude yeah or working in an office and people are so I hate sitting down so we'll figure it out but <laughs> um, yeah, those are the I only like, two jobs yeah, just, also mm-hmm. it's barista or office or office I think so yeah. I think so in a major way yeah or no nah, I have a small mind about um you hate jobs. sitting anyway. down that is yeah. I love sitting down or just like I hate being confined yep. yeah to having I, to hate, sit down. I hate I like if I too. I hate that you have to pick like either you're in an office where it's like you cannot get up or like people are like why is Rachel always got the zoomies like going and getting yeah. another cup of coffee or whatever mm-hmm. or you're like up all the time and you're like my feet hurt and I mm-hmm. want to wear Crocs yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so one day I'll find the perfect job I think it will be dog walking that's a good um, one for millionaires yeah, <laughs> yeah. three thousand dollars millionaires <laughs> Rachel, that you um, and I are like have such a strangely uh, similar trajectory. Like theater kid, mm-hmm. then we're like literally in one production of Alice in Wonderland. I just left the stage mm-hmm. when the dance started because I was like, nobody wants to see it. I don't want to do it. I'm gonna leave. It's awful. I walked off. I am not a mover. <laughs> and I took my brother with me. I said, Max, come on, we're going. Let's leave. I, I went to performing arts camp, um, Frenchwoods. Shout out all my little nerds. But Shout out nerds. I remember one time I, I like when they put so like you audition mm-hmm. on the first day of camp, which is like insane and awful. Yeah. Well, and then also in Long Island. Like the third day of camp. Uh, this was on in Hancock, New York, upstate. Um, a sleepaway <gasps> camp. A sleepaway um, camp. Wow. Romantic. It was so much fun. It was crazy. Yeah, I hooked up with a lot of gay boys. <laughs> yeah, nice. baby. Um, <laughs> right a passage. Um, but they put up the call the callbacks like on this big board and they're like um call back for no no Nanette bring tap shoes and I just was like I'm just not gonna fucking go like Mm -hmm. I cannot do that I don't have tap shoes I've never danced in my life and it's gonna be and like I went in and they were like (laughs) did you bring your tap shoes and I was like I don't have those and I don't have any training they were like uh Mm -hmm. but then I got a part in a different show where I was have you ever seen Thoroughly Modern Millie yes Yes. are you fucking kidding me if you will recall um, Mrs. Mears is a white woman mm-hmm. who pretends to be Chinese mm-hmm. and like wears like full geisha mm-hmm. like oh makeup. So that and she speaks in like a really offensive Chinese accent. And so that was like my first big part. Oh my at god! Camp. Breakout. So Ray-T. And now I'm <laughs> yeah, saying a slur in a small film. <laughs> no, no, I never say the slur. Thank God. Um, yeah, I get. Thank God. Thank God. Um, wow, that's wild. And. Yeah, but then I was like, yeah, maybe I don't want to, like, have to play Chinese, a white woman playing a Chinese woman. Mm-hmm. Now I do, like, stupid, stupid comedy. I was just, I just like know. to say, though, yeah. that you keep saying that your your comedy is stupid and that you're not good, but you're literally so funny. So good. And also, oh, even thanks. just talking to you is, like, 
you're just so funny naturally. You're a naturally very funny person. Yeah. Wait, can I ask what your sign is? I'm an Aries, Leo, rising, Gemini, moon. I'm an Aries. So like cunt, <laughs> evil, evil cunt. Wait, um, Rachel, I'm also an Aries. When's your birthday? Awesome. March 26th. Nice. I'm April 1st. We're so close. Oh my god, gorgeous. Um, yeah, yeah. So close. Wait, you said Leo rising Gemini moon. Cool, cool. Fire yeah. and air. Fire tornado. Yeah, really powerful. Fire and air. What makes a fart? <laughs> That's right. Sort of. Um, I am also an evil cunt. I am a Virgo. I am a everyone's doing everything wrong i'm the only one that's right but also like whoa. i'm horrible like whoa mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. frightening yep. and also wait what is is that what a Vir- i'm i have a crush on a virgo right now and i'm like are we compa- like what's the scoop because i really like him but i'm like are virgos and aries allowed to like each other they i are. think they are i actually think because i totally i've also had crushes on virgos my boyfriend's also a virgo rising but Okay, um, that's huge. That's huge. But he's a Gemini with Virgo rising, which is like very weird. Uh-huh. Um, but he, I think that Aries Virgo, the thing about Aries, so Lauren and I are Aries Virgo. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Aries and Virgo. And it's working great. And it's here. working great. They both, but I think the thing with Aries and Virgo is they both really like to like be the one that's right. Um, mm-hmm. so, that so we get in fights. Be like, we get it. We're constantly wrestling, like yeah. physically wrestling. But, all but the time. it's all out of. I love. think that can be fun. It's super fun. Yeah, it's really, I think that's really fun. something I love about our relationship, Eileen, is that we can challenge each other. And mm-hmm. I know you're not sensitive because you know that I love you, and it's always like we're yes. we're very good friends. Mm-hmm. And you can challenge me, and, and I'm never like Eileen's being mean to me. Like we're right. just—I I don't feel that with everyone. I feel like I oftentimes I'm like moving my boundaries around to like mm-hmm. people please. But with Eileen, mm-hmm. I'm like Trader Joe's does not sell wine. I know that. Yeah, she's like bitch. Yes, they. We do. got and in a big. Like, we got in a big fight about whether or not Trader Joe's sold wine because I was in a Trader mm-hmm. Joe's and I. They do the Chuck. Well, two buck chuck. They chuck. do, but it's now they like don't... eighty dollar chuck because of inflation. Thanks a lot. But I think in New York uh, they don't though. I think in New they York don't. they don't. They don't sell because they, they do in Maine. They do in Maine. Yes, yes. I think there's different rules, and I know that the one in like Union Square, like on something mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Manhattan, there's like a next door alcohol Trader Joe's shop. Mm-hmm. The alcohol Trader not Joe's. In the main store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's really wonderful, and it's like. I have my best friend and I are the same it's like I have a hard time like setting boundaries or like looking out for myself sometimes Mm -hmm. but like when you love someone so much and you're like I never want you to like wonder where you stand Mm -hmm, with me mm -hmm. and I want to always like have everything out in the open so that we never have like built resentment Mm -hmm. or like anger it's like this is something that I don't like I don't agree with I don't like this Mm -hmm. and like we love each other so much that it's like no worries Mm -hmm. it's like the biggest relief of my life what's your best friend's sign I don't know uh she's Leo Nice. Aries Leo, fire fire. I love, Leo, Leo. <laughs> I love yeah, Leos too. Yeah, my ex is a Leo and it was just like, yeah, it rocks. Yeah. yeah. He loves to be like um a crazy bitch. I Well, I think you should go for it with your Virgo crush. I think you should too. Thank you. I really will. I like I like How him so how much. did you guys meet? Um he like was at my friend's house and I was at my friend's house and then I was like yeah, you should. Well, we were like one dancing and stuff. I don't know. It's still nice. pretty new, so like he, I probably shouldn't be. Did he work for but, Spectrum? Is that yeah, why like he was lot. there? <laughs> no, <laughs> he was, no, he was like friends with my friend's friend, and um, 
Okay, cool. Or my friend's friend's friend, my friend's roommate's friend's friend. Wow. And <laughs> pretty far removed. Um, yeah. So I was like really lucky. Mm-hmm. And then I just like, yeah, I have a big crush. We're going to go see a movie tomorrow. What are you seeing? Um, I'm like, I don't know. The only movies that are out right now are scary movies. And I like, it's like visceral. How much, Like, I do not like scary movies. I do mm. not like, it's not even like kind of fun for me. It's just like really awful. And yeah. I just like close my body. Yeah. Um, and like go somewhere else for the whole time. It's like, but that's like the only thing that's playing. So I'll probably go see like Candyman or something, but or Malignant. Oh, don't but do, go, don't go. do that. Wait, why don't do, you yeah. come to um? Why don't you come to Nighthawk, it prospect, whatever, and see uh-huh. the green the green night. Oh my God! Wait, guys, I saw when I was home. Me and my parents rent. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story. Me and my parents rent rented the green night. Yes, and we were watching yes, Rachel, and it was like pitch black the whole time like with little slivers of light and i was like this is like such a weird artistic choice and my whole family was like we were all on the verge of tears like screaming at each other about whether or not like something was wrong with the tv or if it was like an artistic choice and i was like it's a24 they do weird stuff all the time and like i was like trying to look up like reviews and like everyone was like it's so beautiful i was like what are they talking about like the sound design i was like furious i was so upset my dad was like Every time there was, like, a sliver of light, he'd be like, oh, my God. Like, he was just, like, we were all losing our fucking minds. But I was, like, determined that that was how the movie was supposed to be. The next day, I was, like, talking to my friend. I was, like, I just thought it was such a weird choice. Like, why would you, like, was it, like, to save money? They just were, like, let's just, like, only show, like, slivers of things. And my friend was, like, what are you fucking talking? And I, like, tweeted, like, like, 80 tweets about how, like, why would you... Why would you book the hottest celeb in Hollywood and then not show him at all? Like, I was just, like, going off on this movie that, uh, yeah, and then tomorrow, the next day I was like, I just thought it was such a weird choice. My friend was like, what are you even fucking talking about? And our TV was just like, couldn't do 4K. Oh, <laughs> so my God. Really uh, that is <laughs> so unreal. I that sh- is so funny. I shared those Instagram stories with my fiance, <laughs> Nick, and he was crying. He yeah, had, it was so funny. He was losing his mind. It was so well explained too through your stories, where you're like, "I was being a huge bitch to my family," and also like, "I should have kept everything up." Yeah. Like, I tweeted so much stuff, and I immediately deleted it because I was so embarrassed. But like, <laughs> now I want to like show those because it was like a very funny. Yeah, like it was like I was so convicted that it was just like age twenty four was making an insane decision. <laughs> That oh is a my story God, I'm a that stupid, you should reshare like, yeah, live yeah. and be like, this you should is put, what we saw. I didn't see yeah. your Instagram story. You should make it a highlight because I want to watch it now. I know, I know. I wish I kept the stuff. I like was making so much fun of it. I was like, my impression of Green Knight or like, why is it called the Green Knight? should have been called the Dark Knight. <laughs> like I was going off. I'm so annoying. Wait, did you delete the stories? Yeah. Yes, because I was oh, embarrassed, and then no. I was like, and Instagram doesn't save that stuff, yeah. and I, like, don't have it saved to my phone. Oh, damn. I was so upset. <laughs> Man. Well, We've been uh, upset, too, um, yes. and we're about to be upset because we have horrible news. We We have to read a, a short little thing from our sponsor, and before you're like, oh, great, you have a sponsor. No, it's not great. It's, it's a horrible sponsor, and we hate it. Okay. Sorry. But we're just going to get this out of the way. You might really want to close your this. body up as if you're watching Malignant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Close okay. up. Close up shop. Run to the front window and put switch your sign from open to close. Go for it. 
Is your eyesight so bad that even the thickest glasses are not enough for you? Do you do a lot of needlepoint embroidery that requires extraordinary detail? Introducing magnifying glasses. No, not those magnifying glasses. <laughs> magnifying glasses capitalized. They are glasses that are made of magnifying glasses. Read late into the night or inspect your cuticles for hours. Will it prevent you from wanting, running into walls? Probably not. Nobody can see clearly that close up. In fact, we do not recommend walking or moving while wearing magnifying glasses. You will run into walls, but bonus, you'll be able to see the mites on the walls. Magnifying glasses. Sit down and look at stuff. Wow. We, we are never so... wanted to be sponsored by them. No. They but... held me hostage for hours until I agreed. Yeah terrible eileen was at um nighthawk cinemas Mm -hmm. and one of the workers there invented these and they would not give her her tickets to see Candyman (laughs) until until i agreed she agreed that we would sponsor them yeah so we're really sorry about that yeah so no problem i like hearing it's all for the money it's not about the money (laughs) money 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 money. money. Oh my god, did you guys see when she sang that? Like, not nah, the money, the money. Well <laughs> <laughs> it was so yes, wait, have, are you on TikTok, Rachel? Uh, not really. I don't okay. get it. I, yeah, it's, yeah. We, sorry, uh, wait, no, explain okay. TikTok to Rachel while I go pee. Well, it's just, it really, you know, it's videos. I mean, I, we are obsessed with TikTok. We love it. I spend uh-huh. hours and hours on it. It's really bad. Um, or it's not bad and it's just fine and it's what I do with my yeah. time. Um, but I saw that clip of Jesse J um, on TikTok and it is amazing. Oh my god! I mean, it's amazing vocalizing. It's just like it is. Wow, yeah. a lot of weird choices. It is like very After vocally singing the national anthem. Exactly. Like it is very vocally um, impressive. Like the control that she yeah. has. It's like not like she's bad, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of wackadoodle do. I'll say. I'll say. But I should. Everyone's always like, you should get on TikTok. And it's like, maybe. It seems like it's a really easy place to go viral. But like, then everyone just steals your stuff. Yeah. It's like, I have had, I've had a couple viral videos that then people have like, you know, recreated. recreated, But they've always credited me as like inspired by, which is good. But not everyone does that. Like, some people do just like straight up steal shit, um, which, yeah, yeah, it's like, but I guess that's kind of the the gamble of like, yeah, if you put something out there, like that's easy for someone Always. to steal. Although my, I've had so many people send me like, ah, your tweet is in the background of this like TikTok and it's just someone like pointing at my tweet, just like. Right. And like getting <laughs> millions, so of weird. Views, millions of yeah, views I'm like, for, okay. for your tweet. Crop my name out. No problem. Yeah, that's I why it's just you, so... because do you, I, I think I follow you on Twitter. Do you have any like super viral <laughs> Lauren's tweets? coming back from the beach. She went to the beach. She went to the beach. How was the dip? How was your dip? How was your dip at the beach, Lore Lore? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you say that? Oh I have a beach She background. jumped in the toilet. Yeah. Um, it yeah. looks like you're, it, like when you walked back in, it looked like you were coming in from the ocean. <laughs> I, in a <laughs> way, it sweet. was because I went in, did mm-hmm. a quick pee. Gave Nick a little kissy. Found out that there's a fruit fly I've been trying to kill all morning in the bathroom. And then I got my electrified bug killer racket, which if you have bugs in your house, Mm -hmm. we have just like little fruit flies. Every once in a while, a mosquito gets in. You should, and you don't mind killing bugs. This thing fucking shocks them. So I shocked the fruit fly and then it fell in the toilet. 
Wow. Oh, that is satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I killed a fly yesterday that had and been gross. flying around for days. And it was like, oh, my God, it was driving me insane. Mm-hmm. And finally it landed on my knee. And I hit it with a rag, and I saw its body fall to the ground, and I yes. was like, oh, yes. "Like fucking finally, you're dead." That's my preferred way. I can whip a rag or like a dish towel sure. at a bug and fuck it up, like big yeah. style. Big style, big, big style, style, fucking it up. So, Rachel, we have, we need some advice from you. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Lay let me say, me. let me say something to you that I've been secretly feeling this whole podcast. I think you're a wonderful person. I think when folks are like, I I know I'm a good person, but I want to be even better. That is one of the telltale signs of the fuck's making that noise. Oh, it's a baby. Um, <laughs> I was like, there's a hurt cat outside. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Can it. Take it off the street. Um when you were saying I'm a good person, but I can always do better, that is a sign of like somebody who truly cares. Mm-hmm. I think you were probably. Or I said I try to be a good person. I don't know if I'm a good person, but try. The fact that you're trying, I think, and you're like mm-hmm. consciously trying means that you are. I think. Yeah, and probably. if you're asking questions and being introspective about how you can be even better and more Rachel, whom we love so very, very much, I think that is a mm-hmm. great sign. Because when you're like, I'm perfect, I'm good, I did it. Yeah, no. That's not we, a good sign. No. You're never but, done, my love. We are never The work done. is never over. The work is never over. But that's why you gotta like pop some drugs, swig some tequila. Yeah, take do a, a little take a break. Yeah. Tampon. Mm-hmm. Tampon. Tequila tampon. Tequila a chalula and tequila tampon. <laughs> up up Ooh, my cron. A little salt. A little bit of salt. Salt on the labia. <laughs> I poke my clit with a toothpick um when I reach peak <laughs> drunkenness. It's just really oh cool. And I put uh, the bottom oh, side of a cane up my ass, and I feel oh really crazy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, okay, here's our questions for you. Yes. Yeah. We would okay. like you to solve these people's problems, and here they are. Here they are. I'll, I'll read the first one. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yep, yeah, you can read okay. the first one. Dear Crazy Hot, I live alone in a home outside of Portland, Oregon, and I love it. I have worked hard to find this house, make it beautiful, and feel happy in it. Recently, I have been getting really paranoid and scared at night when I hear thumps and bumps and rustling in my backyard. Normal sounds, but they make me scared that someone's in my yard or skulking around my home. My neighborhood is relatively suburban, but still, I know that there are animals in every neighborhood making noises. Any tips on self-soothing or feeling more fearless? Thanks, Home Alone. Uh, tell? Oh, that is an awesome question. Uh, I think you should get a gun. I think it would make you feel at ease. You never have to use it. You never even have to buy bullets. But just knowing that you've got it, feel at ease. Um, or, okay, I have a white noise machine in my room that is, like, the best thing that I've ever invested in. It, like, locks out all the mm-hmm. sounds outside, and it makes you feel like you're in the womb. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's another recommendation. Um, or, um, I don't know, like, maybe just, like, one night when you hear bumps and sounds, why not just like, or have a friend come over one night and like hang out and watch a movie and like turn off the sounds for a second. And like, if there's some bumps and stuff, maybe go investigate with your mm-hmm. friend mm-hmm. and like see that it is just like a raccoon going through the garbage or I don't know, resign yourself to the fate that maybe there's a burglar who's gonna murder you. But <laughs> odds are like, you don't have cool, cool enough stuff to be murdered over. I don't really know, but it is hard living alone. I think it would be really 
like scary mm-hmm. just when you're like am i like am i safe just hide some knives around the apartment that's good in the decor i th- i really like the advice to go <laughs> to go to just like go look at what it is because i i live alone yeah and i yeah am you know in maine it's like silent basically so mm-hmm. like for me it's like literally every noise i'm like someone is breaking in um yeah but i think also something that i a, t- a tip that i saw in a tiktok was like if you ever feel unsafe like look around and name three things to remind yourself that you are safe so it's like my yeah. doors are locked um mm-hmm. like people know where i am like yeah you know just and just look around being like the weather is fine like i'm i'm fine you know to reassure yourself but yeah also if you move into a new place it takes a while to get used to different sounds um but yeah i really like the idea of like just go and look at what it is then maybe if you know yeah it'll be easier to overcome that i am that way i need to know for sure because it's literally always like a branch yeah or Mm -hmm. something or um like some earplugs or yeah, I love my white noise machines mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so fucking much. Uh, I've just moved my white noise machine that I was going to wait to buy for Georgia Little Doggo coming to my cart because Yay. this dog trainer that I've been listening to on this podcast was like, I love putting a white noise machine near my dog. It makes them feel like they're in the womb. It's mm-hmm. so soothing. Yeah. Or like, I've had so many people like in my room be like, it feels like time like doesn't exist here and i'm like it's the white noise machine and then i turn it off and they're like oh my god it was the white noise machine (laughs) like you don't realize it's on but i leave it on all the time Mm -hmm. so my room just like you step in and it's just like immediately like yeah do you just have one do you just have one roommate i have two they're brothers nice and they're roommates so it's like new girl Uh, yeah you're like just a new girl almost yeah, mm-hmm. it's the best in the world. I love them so much. They're good people. Oh, that's great. That's and awesome. And they clean their dishes. That's, that's awesome. You know what? That's really important. Which is all I really care about. And they like, we have a bidet. <laughs> Are you ever nice. afraid that you're going to fall in love with one of them? No. Okay. One of them's gay and one of them's like five years younger than me and like has a girlfriend and is like the sweetest man, but not my type at all. Mm. That's good. That's Fair. good. You can't live with someone who you might fall in love with. Yeah, I feel so... I feel like so many people, especially during quarantine, were like, yeah, me and my roommate are fucking or dating, and it's like, it's like move out immediately. Dude, yeah, that dude. is such a bad way to start stuff. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Because if it, if it gets fucked up, where are you going to live? Yeah, it's too dangerous. Where are you going to live, my guy? Although this, the fantasy, like, it sounds fun, but I feel like yeah, in and practice I think it would that be hell. Sometimes it works. I just remember, like, in Boston, I was hooking up with this guy, and he, like had his location shared with his roommates and one of his roommates and him were like fucking sometimes but he was always like i have to go home i was like why he's like because she knows where i am and like she gets really upset and i was like i get that and that's like sucks but also it's like boundaries don't hook up with your roommate if you're not gonna like only date her Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just like Mm -hmm. or like before you hook up have like very clear boundaries of like hey we're just hooking up um yeah yeah the answer to yeah, every problem, mess. basically, is, like, go to therapy. Abstinence. I think that is abstinence. <laughs> uh, Rachel is a strong contender for abstinence-only education. Um, I love I want that on the record that <laughs> that's what Rachel believes. Um, I was going to say something, but now I forget. Anyway. Oops. So the Let's next question the is, question, yeah. <laughs> Dear Crazy Hot, my boyfriend, fiancé, just proposed. Oh, me too, girl. Congrats. 
We are officially engaged and I'm over the moon. When we started planning the wedding, he admitted that he didn't want to spend much money, which is fine. I get it. But then he started getting really rude about all the things I did, things I did want to get. Flowers, a photographer, a DJ, all the stuff to me is pretty standard for a wedding. After confronting him about why he was being so rude to me about it, he confessed that he has no savings. This is news to me since he has been talking about his savings since we started dating four years ago. I don't ca don't care so much that he doesn't have money, just that he chose to lie to me about his financial situation for years. Is this a red flag? If I leave now, will he think it's just because he has no money? I just find myself wondering what else he's lied to me about, and it makes me feel like our whole relationship was based on lies. What should I do? Signed, Lying Boyfriend. Whoa. Oh my God, that is so intense. That is wild. Yeah, it's a lot, right? I think if you're like, should I leave someone over like something like that, then like maybe there's other things that are, but also it's like, that is, I mean, lying about finances is something that like, I don't think is always a red flag. Sometimes people have like a lot of shame about money mm -hmm. or are like scared, have been like rejected before because they didn't have money or something. I think it is a little stressful that he didn't tell the truth mm -hmm. but i don't really know if that's like a reason and a marriage is more or like a engagement mm -hmm. i don't really know that's kind of heavy um yeah. yeah it's a lot i feel like i feel like if like i think talk it out be like is there why didn't you tell me this before mm -hmm. is there more stuff that you feel like shame about or something that you're not telling me because like i will I would love to be able to make my own decision about whether or not it matters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I think that's something where it's, it's gotta be like communicated more. And I think that's a fear that's like totally valid that if there's one lie, there might be more. But I also think that sometimes it really is like money is such a hard thing. Some people grow up with no money and then it's like something that is really hard for them to like admit that they still have, I don't know. It's just like, mm -hmm such a personal thing that's rooted in so much self-worth and so he might have had a really hard time admitting that he didn't have money before or maybe he had savings and like lost them somehow mm -hmm. or like used them um the pandemic has been really hard for everyone so i don't know i don't think it has to be like the end of a relationship or like the biggest red flag but i do think it's not something that should go unspoken about mm -hmm. but it has to be like something that is spoken about without judgment Right. and just like curiosity i think yeah i i think that I is know. very fair <laughs> rachel i think all of our guests like especially you just kind of see it from the top down like a very fair like this is happening and this is happening it's not just my fiance wanted to lie to me about something for kicks mm -hmm. um and i yeah. actually went through something like this myself uh when I was working for a short time at Equinox selling memberships, which was the worst job on the planet, it was... Yes, yes, I've heard. My friend used to do that. It sounds awful. It's... The hours are crazy and it's like so much pressure. Never do it. Never do it. I'll never do it. It's horrible. And you get no money. I was making $12,000 a year. I was not selling any memberships. Um, oh. You... Jesus Christ. I was also paying my rent on my credit card. So I ended up I didn't know you Eight. could do that. Oh, yeah. I was like um, Venmoing from my credit card. Um, wow. I was like $8,000 in debt. I did not, I didn't have no money in my bank account, but I had like $2,000, $3,000 in my bank account. And, and my rent. most of it was like, it was like you were in the negative, even though you had some money. Exactly. So once I, yeah. 
I was so scared to tell Nick. I talked about it in therapy for yeah. weeks. We were laying in bed one day. We were maybe like a year and a half into dating. And I was like, I have to tell you something. And I started weeping. And he was terrified. He was like, what is going on? I, he, he thought the worst, you know, because I'm crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mm-hmm. have credit card debt. And I didn't want to tell you. And here's why I'm mentioning this. Because I wanted to fix it before I told him. So when this person says mm-hmm. that their fiance was saying they had a savings, maybe they yes, did and it Yes, maybe they were like hopeful that by the time, mm-hmm. and also like a wedding really is so much money and like mm-hmm. you want to do it right and you want to give the person that you love like everything they want. So I'm sure he was just like, I like don't want to not give you the wedding that you want, but like I cannot do it right, like right now right. or maybe ever right, or something. I don't know. It's just like, I think money is such a hard thing that, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not like you can just like pop it like you can you can just like change it really fast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i think that's great I'm advice sorry, i didn't mean to interrupt no 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 that's fine i i i think exactly what you're saying you put it like what i was about to say in <laughs> into better words but i really yeah. wanted you know i was like i did not want to and i wasn't i was kind of passively lying about it because it was a huge stressor i wasn't sharing with him but yes um, yeah but when i told him it was so relieving and so affirming that, you know, I was with the right person for him to be like, oh, my God, I thought something horrible was happening. Like, that mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. And it felt so good. So I think mm-hmm. maybe if you could take like a little cue from us and from Nick. Mm-hmm. Be if, if you want to be with this person and I agree with you, if you're yeah. like, should I break up with them? I'm like, if it's that easy mm-hmm. <laughs> to consider breaking yeah, up like with maybe. them, maybe mm-hmm. yes, for but multiple like, reasons. If you're going to get married, that's like through richer, through poorer. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like part of the saying, you know, it's like you love them for who they are, not because of how they how they have been affected by the world. Like, I think money is not something that like people really have. I mean, you could argue that some people have control over mm-hmm. how much money they have, but I really don't think that that's fair. Um, and I think that's something that's like an external force mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and so much of it he, is from your, yeah. it's like from your privilege, like, you know, yes, yes. obviously these people have more money so because be they were born. Mobile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is great advice. Perfect advice. So Rachel, we're nearing the end. You're going to be able to leave the park at some point soon. Yes. Um, <laughs> I like this park. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I like talking to you guys. We really know, like talking it's to so, you. It's so fun to talk to you. I haven't, I feel like, when were you on the show? It was like 2018, maybe I even really 2017. No, I didn't live here. No, I lived in, I didn't live here yet. It was only 2019 and okay. like, it had to be like March or April or something. Nice. Wow. Very good memory. Because it was cold and I didn't have that many friends. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> that special well, time. I'm so glad that we mm-hmm. had you on because you're so fun and so you're amazing. You're just like so. I was also funny. really impressed by you guys. I thought you were all so awesome. I was like nervous because all my like experiences of New York improv had been kind of cringe, mm-hmm. but I thought you guys were fantastic. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry to you. be mean about New York improv. No, That's, sometimes no, they're it's... like super cringe and you're like, oh. Cool. And sometimes we <laughs> are bad. Sometimes yes. we have yeah, yeah. really yeah. bad shows. That's every improv. <laughs> yeah. That's everyone. And but that's I thought improv, you guys baby. were fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I just it's I'm in risk. love with your like like forty six year old guy who's like, I need new confidence. That was just, like, my – every, like, class that I was in, there was always, like, an old man who yeah. was just, like, mm-hmm. I'm changing my whole life. And it's, like, who did you hurt yeah. so bad that you're, like, don't look into my past. Yeah. You're not important. <laughs> the only thing that's important is the future. Yeah. And they're, like, 
Okay, what is your every do? character is loosely based off of mm-hmm. Elliot Stabler. You are leaving a fucking car fire mm-hmm. and being like, I gotta take some comedy classes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're done with twenty-year-old um, girls. Right. Also, I hate, yeah, that was the most stressful part of UCB for me. There was always a stinker, and they were always so cringe. And you were like, and I don't mean it like somebody who's struggling and not good i mean it as like the person who's like i'm great really confident and yeah they mm. were horrible and they messed up you and some of the teachers would be like okay good and you're like no and you're like no not, not good. good that was the other thing i was like okay if you're the teacher of this class like you have a huge responsibility mm-hmm. to like keep the people in your class safe and like make everyone feel comfortable and i had a, a teacher who was incredible at that what was his name like zach something zach Willis? um yeah zach Willis. i thought was amazing he was like a huge advocate for even people who weren't in the room who were like mm-hmm. like if someone was doing an accent that felt like maybe not mm-hmm. their place or like was being misogynistic he was like immediately like hey just so you know i i don't think that you meant to do this but this is what it came off as mm-hmm. and i would love to like start over just so you can have a fresh slate mm-hmm. and like he just was so good at advocating for people mm-hmm. and um like doing it in such a like judgment-free way but just like really looking out for everyone and like shutting down anything that was like um like shitty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then i've had teachers who extremely did not do that and mm-hmm. i was just like yeah this is like irresponsible and like a, even a little dangerous like i saw someone get like really upset by a scene that they were in with the guy who like touched them and like they freaked out i don't know it just is like it's like like with all interaction all social stuff like if you're putting people i don't know you just have a lot of responsibility as a teacher and i didn't think that some of the teachers took that so seriously yep. not to be like safe space but it is like no it should if be you want to be performing and like and you want to be comfortable enough to like make good art then i think that there should be nothing hindering that and the teachers should be responsible for that absolutely <laughs> I, I t- that was so well said also because i took like three classes with zach and i totally agree he was one of the only teachers who would like actively stand up for people and say like um and wasn't afraid to like you know call someone out and that was really affirming as you know um you know whatever you know what i mean and it, Um, it also like brings more uh validation to improv is like an extremely high art form because mm-hmm. some people are like it's my right yeah. to be in this room i can be yeah. fucked up yeah. like i can be a fucked up stand-up comedian yes you can go be a stand-up comedian fuck and do say and do shitty things alone but in a group mm-hmm. work you it is not your right to be in this classroom and be shitty and think you're great and pile drive people and be racist and be misogynist like that is not your right and mm-hmm. some teachers were yeah. like, well, he bought the ticket, so he's allowed to do that. That was good. Sit yeah. down. And that's yeah. not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, man. So, Rach, this is the end of the end. The Colossus of Clouds. We are about to do something <laughs> called the lightning round. Is it inspired uh-huh. by the huge zing, fucking zing. lightning storm that went over Brooklyn last night out of nowhere? Well, that was so That was gorgeous. wild. That I was, was on a beautiful. rooftop. I, had, I went to my friend's house. It immediately started raining. She was like, I'm kind of tired. So I like, was like, okay, I guess I'll head out. It was um, right as all the lightning was happening. It was so crazy. It was so cool, cool yeah. <laughs> Listen to how excited That's we all scary. just got about lightning. <laughs> that was gorgeous. You guys, I was, at, I was performing in a show that was um, on a rooftop at a place called The Lightning Society. <gasps> and I was singing my song. 
and oh shit i have therapy <gasps> oh my god <laughs> wait oh no um, at noon yeah i'm an idiot oh my god what, no. what should we do that's okay I... what you know what if you need you, you go, go to therapy, therapy. i'll ask yeah. eileen your lightning round questions yeah. i'm really sorry oh my god, guys it's okay. i'm so, so sorry rachel i started late and ended early you take care of your gorgeous self you guys. we love you You're i'm the best. so sorry how embarrassed i'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay Thank you for it's, having me oh my god we love you and we'll we'll Today see you around has been like a disaster zone no worries thank you guys i'm so sorry Fuck. no worries <laughs> love bye you, rachel. have a good time oh my god lol she's the best I love her. Man, I really want to know her answers to these questions, but it's okay. okay. We'll just DM her and she can write them. And she can, she, she can write, write them. them. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay so ready, we back, We'll go back and forth. No, because I asked. I'll, I'll like, co-answer the question. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll, wanna, d- we'll discuss them. We'll discuss wanna, them. Yeah. Okay. Canned corn, hot or not? Not. I hate canned corn. Everything about it freaks me out. Have you ever thought about working at Trader Joe's because everyone there is having a blast? No, it seems horrible. Whenever I'm there, I'm like, this vibe is like crazy. Oh, I have. I'm always like, I could work at Trader Joe's. I think I would love it. But especially, I think, I think like pandemic, it's like everyone is just like, um, like the customers are so like, they just seem really intense. Mm-hmm. And I would not want to be like the person in charge of, I guess I could restock. I would be fine restocking if I didn't have to talk to people. Yeah. I would be the opposite. We would be a great, like, best friend team where we're like, we have to be on the shit together always. New sitcom. New sitcom. Mm-hmm. We're, Trader we're hoes. best friends who work at Trader Hoes. We, we work <laughs> at Trader Joe's. You're the cashier. I'm the restocker. Yep. Chaos yep. ensues. Boom. Wow. Hello, HBO. Are you are you there? Are you listening? We're, remember show. us from the Women in Comedy Festival? Remember us? The ones who ate all the appetizers without using the, ones who the ate, forks? That's right. <laughs> and the ones who stayed in that hotel. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. That was so oh, fun. man. I remember being like so excited when we had to like choose rooms and I was like, okay, I'm with Emily Bradshaw. But Emily Bradshaw said that she's I a light know. sleeper. <laughs> and I, well, I felt really bad because the first, I think the first night I shared a bed with Felicia uh-huh. and then the second night I fell asleep in a bed by myself and then you and Felicia shared the other bed and I was like, oh, I didn't mean to like take up the whole bed. Um, I thought that someone was going to join me, but then I was like, wow, I couldn't even enjoy this whole bed by myself because I felt guilt. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was fucked up of you. And Felicia and I constantly are like, she's for the last two years. You've been like, wow, that was so fucked up of her. Mm-hmm. Is gum gauche? No, I love gum. Me too. I think it's cool. As long as you're not like being a little annoying. Chompy about it. Brownstein about it. Yeah. Do you wear flip flops in New York? Yes, because I'm brave. That's Do crazy. You? No. I wear open-toed sandals. I guess I don't actually own... Fl- uh, no, I own, like, a shitty pair of, like, old navy flip-flops. But um, I wear, wear them in New York? sandals. Yeah. I'm I wear really, open-toed I'm, sandals. Wait, so why is... Why is why are flip-flops worse? I guess flip-flops it's just your like foot goes, pin. like, on and off of. Yeah, your foot yeah. can, like, roll around on. Open-toed sandals with, like, a footbed, your foot's yeah. not on the ground. Wait, Lauren, I... I'm going to shit myself. All right, go, go, go. I'll be right back. I'll I'm so here. sorry. It's okay. You have to edit it out. <laughs> We're not. Yeah. I'm going to edit it out. I'm going to edit out the shitting sounds. But here's the thing, crazy hotties. Every time Eileen says she's going to edit something out, guess what's in the fucking final cut? Her shitting sounds. Me saying I have to go pee pee in the potty. Us belching. Her putting the microphone to her ass and farting. Crazy hotties. I guess this is just life as a comedian. Everything you don't want cut out becomes the best part of your life. I mean, wait a minute. Let me say that again. 
everything you want cut out becomes the best part of the podcast. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know you do. Anyways, I hope you're having a great day. Maybe you're standing up listening to this. Maybe you're walking around. I will offer this small tip. Every hotel has a bathroom and you are allowed to use it. And if you're not, push your belly out and say you're pregnant. Okay, I'm back. Oh my god. How'd it go, sweetie? I feel so great. Oh, I feel so good. I'm going to have to make more of the cold brew tonight in um, the cold brew thing because I just drank the last of it. And I have been watering it down, but it still like makes me shit my brains out. It's crazy. Yeah, It's a concentrate. Yeah, I think maybe even I'm using too much in the concentrate. I'm doing like half and half. Probably should do like a third, a quarter even. Yes. Yeah. The lid of the... uh, So, crazy hotties, I gave Eileen this cold brew machine that... Who's the woman from... Oranges Laura and Laura Prepon Laura Prepon uses because she's a coffee snob and I found it and I was like great I'm gonna get it and then when we were moving to Brooklyn I was like I'm not gonna take this with me because we use our coffee machine to make cold brew now and I was gonna get rid of it and I was like Eileen take this but it makes mm-hmm. concentrate and mm-hmm. it's a free you like fill this big bucket with the grounds and let them like float around which is the best way to make most powerful way to make cold brew mm-hmm. but Eileen's overdosing herself and that's why she's like you know, mm-hmm. having Bonnaroo I've, shits. I've done that. Uh, the Bonnaroo shits. I've done that yeah. before also where like I've bought like a bottle of concentrate and not known it was concentrate. It was like drinking glasses of it and like mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> shitting my brains out. Like and yeah. I think Emily Evans also was doing that for a while. We talked about how we were both doing that. Mm-hmm. You're like, I really need to read the labels anyway. Um. OK, so we're picking back up. Yes. Cutest thing a baby can wear. Um, I think like, um, adult clothes, like suits, like a baby in a suit and a tie Mm -hmm. is like, oh my God, absolutely so so adorable. Or like overalls. Let me, let me like actually amp up the volume here. A, a girl baby Mm -hmm. in a suit. In a suit. I love. I love. My kids Uh, are going to be, to be genderless blobs. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. They can be whatever <laughs> you know what they want. Somebody said they Actually, said, I'm not having kids, so. She's a girl until we until she tells us otherwise. Yeah. He's a boy until he tells me otherwise. That's right. That's and right, baby. What does that even mean? So, how would your parents describe you as a child using only one word? Um probably What's a word for like screams if anyone <laughs> Other than my parents hold me. Oh, I think I think dramatic. I was very dramatic as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's still am. <laughs> still am, bitch. What about you? Performative. Mm-hmm. I think that also me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yours is like, I have boundaries, don't touch me. And mine is like, I have no boundaries and I'll act like a clown in front of anyone. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, look, I'll eat this whole bell pepper in front of you. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Magazine wow, you great. would love. I know. I still can do it. Not to brag. <laughs> Not to brag. Magazine you would love to have a subscription to. Um, I think that I used to have a subscription to New York Magazine, which I would probably still like, except that it costs money and I never read it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't really read magazines maybe like that's a very um academic answer well i like that they have they have like real articles but they also have like stuff about the arts and like comedy articles and like i think they do a lot of 
a, a wide range of it's like the New York Times, but like condensed for like, um, you know, people who don't really like the news that much, mm-hmm. a.k.a. me. That's a good description of it, Eileen. I've never had it described that way before, but the, I feel like that's right. Mm-hmm. How did cool. I describe it? The New York Times. It's condensed. a condensed version yeah. of the New York Times. Yeah. So Is you're like up by on the New York t- Times. I don't know. That would Maybe be a good not. Nick question. Maybe not. I don't know. If you know, please email us email at crazyhotpot at gmail.com. Let's bake a cake. What kind of cake are we making? Chocolate chocolate. No, no. It's okay. It's a flourless chocolate cake with a chocolate ganache and a raspberry sauce. In between the layers? No, that you just like pour on top. It's my favorite oh. cake. I make it every year for my birthday. It's very nitpicky and hard to make. You need to use a Ben Marie. And it's, like, super annoying and takes forever, but it is absolutely the most delicious thing in the Mm -hmm. world. Well, I can't wait for you to make it this April 1st in your oven that sometimes turns off because... (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, but Lauren, wait, I I don't think I knew you then, but um, it was, like, 2016 or 2017 where I did make this cake for my birthday, but I used salt instead of sugar uh, by accident. And I tasted the batter. First of all, when I was making the cake... I had Josh, like, taste the batter, at which point there was, like, two cups of salt in it. Mm-hmm. And he tasted it, and he kind of made a face, but he didn't say anything to me. And I didn't taste it. And so I baked this cake. I baked it, and then I had – and then I tried it, and I was like, this tastes like fucking salt. I burst oh. into tears. I was so upset. It was my birthday. But instead – and I was having people over um, – a lot of the sister wives were there. Emily Bradshaw, Felicia, and Molly were all there, I think. Uh-huh. And um, then I served it to people as a prank. And um, it was <laughs> it was really funny. I thought it was really funny. Emily Bradshaw was really angry at me. Um, Why? Because it was disgusting. <laughs> and, she took, and I made everyone wait. Like, I sliced the cake. I gave everyone a piece. I made them all wait. And then everyone took a bite at the same time. Mm-hmm. At which point people were like this is gross but they didn't want like some people like emily bradshaw really didn't want to be impolite she said so she was like she like took a bite and then she was like yeah it was so salty i had i was just gonna plan to be like oh you know i'm actually full Mm -hmm. and then not eat the rest but yeah it was really gross oh my god that's hilarious it was actually i think it was felicia's idea to make it be a prank because i had texted her and i was like i'm so upset i ruined the cake blah blah Mm -hmm. she was like well it's april fool's day and you have a salty cake so mm-hmm. you should. And I was like, "You're right, bitch. You're right." Bernie bots every flavor cake. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Felicia, like Felicia. selling us, selling us all fucking down the river. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, let me. Wait a yep, minute. She was in on it, and Josh, Fuck. of course, thought it was mean, but I didn't care. Selling I didn't you, care about Eileen. Yeah, selling you up the river is like a f- very clear uh, reference to like slave trade. Probably. What the fuck? Nobody told me that. <laughs> well, it's I I didn't know that until, I guess, yeah, it occurs to me now that, yeah, that's probably what that means. Oh, my God. Retracted. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Retr- redacted. Redacted. Retracted and redacted. <laughs> <laughs> I am very sorry, actually. I did not. I just realized that, and I'm not going to use that ever again. That's okay. We um, won't use it ever again. Meaning deceived. Northern slaveholders selling troublesome slaves down the Mississippi River for a life oh of endless God. toil on cotton plantations. <gasps> Yes, we're not ever. That is okay, canceled. Yeah. We're not going to say selling down the river ever again. No, no. Or up no. the river at all. That's bad. Okay. Okay. Pin the tail on the donkey or pin the penis on the vagina hole? 
Um, I think it depends on the occasion. Um, but the penis on the vagina hole. That's very heteronormative of you. Wow. wow. How about pin the penis on the asshole for once? <laughs> or pin the vagina on the vagina for once. That would be no, great. No, I'm kidding. Scissoring actually doesn't feel that great from someone who's tried it. I know. There's and better you ways. know what sucks is that it looks like it's really fun and like mm-hmm. I want to try it, but I do think it's probably it doesn't probably doesn't feel as good as it looks like it feels. It doesn't. Yeah, which is a it, shame. It doesn't. Especially when like all the other stuff you can do with your fingers, mouth, yeah, hands, toys are like so amazing. Right. Like bashing your clits together is not the most <laughs> fun, but yeah. it's cool to try. Okay. Um Okay. Be able to see the future, but you cannot tell anyone or see all the spirits floating around everywhere. Oh, man. That is a good one. I think I would want to see the future. Actually, maybe not. not. Tell anyone? Wait, no, maybe not. Maybe that would be too much pressure. Maybe that'd be too much pressure. But you there's actually like no a, one. There's actually like a book about this, sort of. Well, not really. It's like there, this. there's a book where this guy is born with the knowledge that an asteroid's going to hit the Earth, but he can't. He can decide to tell anyone, but then it'll, like, ruin his life, kind of. And then he does, and it kind of does. Um, it's a really an amazing book. It's called Everything Matters by Ron Curry Jr., who is from Maine, BT Dubs. But I don't think – see, I don't think I would want to see the spirits floating around everywhere. That would freak me out. So I think I would rather have the future thing but not be able to tell anyone. I would be the opposite. Really? Yeah. Because, first of all, this question was born out of my knowledge of the Greek, the Greek goddess, Greek figure Cassandra – who was mm-hmm. cursed to be able to know the future, but then when she would tell people, they would never believe her. So mm-hmm. in modern usage, you can call someone having like a Cassandra complex, somebody that's like, you know, the joke of the scientist who's always like, this storm is coming and everyone's like, oh, shut up, you old coot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no one believes them, but they're telling the truth. And it was yeah. a torture that was she was cursed with. And I also believe that we do all have spirits and energies that are around all of us at all times, and I would love to see them. I think it would really freak me out to be walking around and seeing what spirits were places. But wait, could it be, would it be like, so I know the future and like physically if I try to say it, I, no sound will come out or it's like I can tell people but they won't believe me? Well, in this case, you would tell people and they'd be like, no, won't Eileen? You'd be like, okay. yeah, you're going to get like hit by a car today. And they'd be like, no, Yeah, I'm but not. eventually if, if I kept saying that stuff and then the, that stuff kept happening, then, I, then they would start to believe me. No, that's they? the power of the curse. Okay. I think I would still rather, I would, because I would like to be able to, okay. like, <laughs> I would love you're to be able You're getting cursed to, like, <laughs> in ancient Greece, and they're like, no one will believe you, and you're like, like okay, but they will, and they're like, okay, no, they, they would won't, if, and you're like, right, well, if well. I was constantly proving that I was correct. But the curse is more on them than it is on you, really, because they are transfixed in some way to never mm-hmm. believe you, which is maddening. Yeah. I think also part of it is that, like, I'm really bad at keeping secrets or not bad at but like when I have when I have something I want to tell someone Mm -hmm. not being able to tell them like drives me absolutely insane so I would want to be able to get the words out like I would probably go to a therapist just to be like okay these are all the things that are gonna happen like even if they wouldn't believe me I would need to be able to talk about it I think I I didn't have that validation yes I do know what you mean yeah but no one would validate you yeah but I would know because things would keep happening and I'd be like well you guys are idiots because I'm telling you what's happening and it's happening and you're not mm-hmm. believing me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyways. <sighs> Anywho's. What is the hottest sport Eileen and I could start doing right now? 
Hmm. It's funny that you're probably professional scissoring. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) um, On Brazzers. (laughs) I think, yeah, um, uh, yeah, the new Olympic sponsor. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, I think figure skating is like the best. It's like the most amazing. Also, gymnastics. Anything that involves like immense bodily control that's also like artistic is just Mm -hmm. like amazing. I'd probably want to do gymnastics. Yes. I know you did love your adult gymnastics course you took at Chelsea Piers. I did. I really did. And I want to be able to tumble and like do flips and shit. If you ever want to laugh uncontrollably, if you want to laugh uncontrollably, (laughs) you should take me to one of those because I am the most scared, dense, like rooted to the Mm -hmm. ground. Lauren, we should go together. I would be so scared. (laughs) I would like have a nightmare about it. But the thing is like we, so what would be good is that you and I would be on level playing fields of like, we would both be really bad and when I went by myself, I was, like, by far the worst one, which made mm-hmm. it worse because it was so obvious how, like, out of shape I was and how inflexible I was. So mm-hmm. we would be there for each other as a support system. And we could just be like, no, we're just having fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to do a cartwheel, I guess. Yep. That's Except what we you would be, be having fun. And I would be so scared and miserable because I don't like to flip around my body. I like to be oriented like this. Yeah. Yeah. Or a face down ass up, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, what I'm saying. Mm. Well, um, if you ever want to try, we—I mean, it would be—I think it would be fun to go together. I would do it for you and for laughing purposes. Yeah. We could have a okay. whole podcast. <laughs> we could have a live stream about it. A live stream <laughs> podcast. Um, are you adventurous? Um, I think sometimes, in some ways, I think my whole career is an adventure. Like mm-hmm. the fact that I'm pursuing a career of instability and and almost guaranteed no success is adventurous of me. Mm-hmm. But like I've said before, I love safety and stability. Anything that probes into like my safe bubble, immediately I'm like, no. But like I like to try different foods. I like to like I'll try anything once kind of person, I guess, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I also like routine. I don't know. What about you? A good balance. Yeah. Um I'm less adventurous than you. I think so, probably, yeah. I really like routine. I really mm-hmm. like being able to like visualize where I'm going, mm-hmm. what's going to happen there. I like mm-hmm. to know, and I like to know for sure, which yeah. is a problem that I'm working on because you can never know for sure, but the fallacy of control and knowing for sure has a very strong chokehold on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mary Fuck Kill, Rainforest Cafe, Carabas Cheesecake Factory. What is Carabas again? What kind it's of like macaroni grill. It's exactly okay. like macaroni grill. Wow. Except we don't have to write our names backwards on the table. <laughs> backwards and upside down, yeah. which I can do. And I will mm-hmm. say, it's not that hard. You just try, practice like twice. Well, <laughs> because I used to work at macaroni grill, um, I don't know. I'm probably going to I'm probably gonna kill Carabas. Mm-hmm. Fuck Rainforest Cafe and Mary Cheesecake Factory. That's okay. exactly what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. I, I do fuck Rainforest Cafe when I go there. I love Rainforest I Cafe. I put my vagina on the food. Yeah. I <laughs> got, basically, I'm on like a Sibian ride when I'm at Rainforest Cafe. Oh, I feel amazing. Yes. Oh, um, yes. Best Wait, have soup. you ever tried, have you ever tried a Sibian? No. <laughs> have you? Either. No, I've I, only seen really it in ex- porn. They're really expensive. Yeah. It seems like, it, I feel like it wouldn't be that good. I feel like I would damage my clit if I did that because it's just so intense. It's so intense. Also, the thing that the thing that 
sticks up is like the skinniest thing it's like won't that break off inside of you if you like lean too far one way <laughs> that would be horrible look, look it up crazy hot potters look up a at, Sibian. It's, and uh, Sibian breaking off inside someone and email us at crazy hot potter yeah best soup um i really like i'm not into creamy soups like french onion is good um minestrone chicken noodle I like like a like a broth based soup, yeah. Or like miso Fr- soup. French onion is delicious. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And I and I love miso soup, which is maybe. No, that counts. It's a soup. It's in the That's name. A soup. Sure. Yeah. Um, if you were able to torture George Bush until he told you anything, what would you ask him? Hmm. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't really feel like I need to know anything about George Bush enough that I would torture him. I guess, like, did you do 9-11? That would be my question, too. Yeah. Um, aren't, aren't millipedes so gross? Yeah. Yes. I have, okay. a, I have like, a phobia of bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, PetSmart or Petco? Mm, Petco? I don't know. I don't I really so go to too. either. I always used to be a PetSmart person, but I think Petco's where it's at. You, um, When you get Georgia and you go buy all the doggy stuff, mm-hmm. you get, like, some from each place and you tell me. All right. I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. Um, BJ's or Costco? Costco. Hands yeah. down. Hands down to tell. When I was a kid, my parents had a Costco membership, and I would I would ride around the trolley when my mom would get, like, like boxes, like, this massive of goldfish, and I would sit in the cart and eat, like, the giant box of goldfish that was like as big as my torso mm-hmm. good memories yeah good times. That, those are good memories where you're like i have a pillow size veggie straws yep yep exactly mm-hmm. um <clears throat> would you do a donkey trail ride in mexico um sure yeah what is something you do to treat yourself um i like to uh, i really love to like go out to eat go out for drinks um buy myself like a new ring or something Mm -hmm. i wish i had a way to treat myself that didn't involve spending money because right now that's what it is and people are like oh take baths Uh, that doesn't really do it for me in what bitch (laughs) yeah i mean i have a tub but yeah my hands get wet and then I can't go on my phone. So what yeah. am I doing? True. Um, actor, you cannot stand. Oh my God. I feel like, I feel like I'm always thinking this until like you ask me and then like, I don't know. Um, the, I don't know. I can't think of a person, but there is a thing actors do that I can't stand, which is when they bite their lips. Like trying to be sexy. Mm-hmm. I fucking, hate that so you're if not I, a big lin-manuel miranda fan does he bite his lips a lot he is like um look it up look it up lin-manuel miranda biting lip i more mean like um i feel like every single um if they're like in a scene where they have to like seduce someone oh yeah like this oh i've seen this photo yes 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 but anytime like someone is like you know oh i'm being flirty and like i'm gonna by my little size like nobody does that in real life mm-hmm. stop that i hate i that drives me insane i bite my top lip like this yeah and i think if you're biting it scared like in a michael scott way in the office you know like that where you're biting your top lip like that's funny but otherwise i'm like don't bite your lip stop it 
Never have you earnestly done that. That was really hot, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. That was crazy hot. Crazy hot. We're crazy hot and silliest word you know. Silliest word I know, probably like um, a word I made up, like kakaluki manga. <laughs> <laughs> I already asked you this question and it was so fucking weird. Kakaluki manga is the name of my Wi Fi also. <laughs> No, only Josh knows the response to it. And only Josh the knows the response, which is the password, and we say it to each other all the time, and it's we just know. so silly. We, we know. know. Shut up about your love. I know. Uh, Does our what guest a- want to plug anything? Definitely not. They're not even here anymore. But you guys, Rage you should hop on. She had to hop off because she had to go to Thayer, mm-hmm. but which we totally support. Um, but you guys, Rachel is so fucking funny and she's just such a lovely person and we're both Aries. Um, and if you do want to follow her, it's at Rachel Coster on Insta and her Twitter, her Twitter is something different though. Let me, I just was at her Twitter. And that's R-A-C-H-E-L-C-O-S-T-E-R. Like Coaster, but without the A. Yeah. And her Twitter is something weird. It's Rach, R-A-C-H-4 underscore the stars with a Z. So maybe just go to her Insta. Maybe you'll find her. her. And then maybe you'll find her Twitter from there. But she was so much fun to talk to. um, And I hope that she had a great rest of her run in the park after Thayer. Mm -hmm. Folks, this has been Crazy Hot. We're Crazy Hot. And so are you. Join us next week when we find out if I got the ratio cold brew to water right for the concentrate. That's right. Bitch. Goodbye. Yay, crazy hottie. You listened to completion. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're you're hot hot as fuck. fuck. That's perfect.